Welcome to Ready to Unload number 192, which is actually the fun load for tonight. Hi, I'm Steve Sampietro, joined by by Brian Calvi. Calvi, you are so nice. You are so sweet, Brian Calvi. And uh, the the Bishop Big Donut. Hi, Cal. Hi, welcome to the... uh, You've changed. We're back. I told you I would. Yes. I think... I don't know if tails are appropriate. Seems a bit seems a bit austere. Less formal right now. You're less formal in tails. In tails, I can pull it off. <laughs> so, so so when you wear tails, it's casual. Well, this is business. <laughs> He's casual. redefining the whole thing. Right. Uh, welcome to the fun mode. We're gonna have uh, some fun. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think we're required to because of the title. <laughs> Legally required. <laughs> a load of fun. It's a load of fun. Everybody. Let me see some fun over there. Come on. I'm having fun. Goodness. Cal, uh, I'm going to demand you have fun. How's that sound? That's fine. Okay. We are going to, uh, in the fun load tonight, we're going to talk about, we're going to be joined in a second by a buddy of PJ's. Cal and I have never spoken to this guy. This is like, you're setting this up like it's a, this is your life segment for PJ. It feels a little like that though. Right, he's back. He's he's in a back room right now. We had to bring him in under the cloak of darkness. <laughs> he's been on hold for an hour and a half. This poor guy. He's been eating cucumbers all night. <laughs> he's been, he's been, the crudite is gone. He's on his second room. one. He's hungry. The crudite in the green room is gone, as is the bottle of peach schnapps. Uh, so Peach, why don't you set this up? Hot shot. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> No, what are we gonna we're we're gonna bring Raul uh, onto the show in a second, and what are we gonna talk about? Tell us, nice. Well, this was uh, I reconnected Tell us what with. Uh, <laughs> all right, reconnected on Facebook, as you do, right? And everybody posts nonsense every day. You know, these are my kids. This is this. This is that. And a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. Kids. I love that's the only nonsense <laughs> you cited. These are my kids. <laughs> these are my kids. This is my nonsense. Whatever. Right. right. People Throw post back. pictures of the of the of the steak that they're having, but your kids are the nonsense. That's right. right. He's the god knife. Some good recipes from Facebook. Yes. He and 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 I still don't know if he's serious or not, which is really important. Um. He 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 posted a couple of weeks ago that uh he's he's walking away from the Giants. And turning towards the Jets. Now, I have never heard of this happening before. I was extremely intrigued by this. I was like, wait a minute. A Giants fan turns into a Jets fan and announces it? That's, I mean, to me, that's, this is huge. How can this happen? Can you do this? Is this allowed? Is swapping your team allegiance (laughs) allowed? And isn't he still secretly a Giants fan? Of course. I don't know. We got to ask him. I don't know. And is going online giving you cancer? 
Stay tuned. Hey, you know what is giving you cancer? Everything. Colgate toothpaste. Did you, oh, come did you on. See news that no. There's an in, there's an ingredient in Colgate toothpaste. They just no, found it. Not. It's in it's in antibacterial stuff too, and um, I don't know what it's called. What? It's is in it Purell? Purell? I'll I'll try to look it up. I don't know. Is but Purell it, giving like, you cancer? No, isn't wait. everything in your bathroom giving you cancer? Don't Pretty put much. that Q-tip in your ear. It'll give you ear cancer. It'll give you ear cancer. Oh, man. That's a bad one. I got the ear cancer. That's a the. That's a the cancer. I so got I the asked ear cancer. Mr. Fuentes if he'd be interested in coming on and talking about it. And because he's cool, he said, yeah. All right. Now, you haven't seen him since eighth grade, and you're just, you, he's cool? You sure? <laughs> well, I've seen, I've seen pictures. Okay. <laughs> Our screening I mean, I process. Know it's, I know really it's the laughing. same guy. Yeah, sure. What what could go wrong? It's Thirty years ago. What, I'm could, sure go, he's cool. what could happen? Yeah. Well, let's find out. I'm going to go well, on the record that, uh, as, saying, as, as saying adult changing teams in the same city. Very difficult to do, barring a move of aforementioned uh, favorite team. Cal, where are you here? Before we bring Raul in, where are you? Well, I don't think I can talk about this yet until we talk to Raul because I've done this. Does Cal's opinion give you cancer? I know. This is well documented. I know. (laughs) We talked about this around the beginning of our run. Five years ago. Um... I'll get into my I'll get into my story later. And when I start telling my story, you'll you'll remember. Will Cal's story give you cancer? I want to move off of that uh, theme. <laughs> All right. How about is Cal's story making you constipated? Is that better? That's good. No. Okay. What are we playing Guitar Hero? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I figured if I played this music, you'd bring him in. <laughs> Roxanne wow. Who is that guy? Is Ingrid is <laughs> Malstein coming on the show? You know who it is. Shut up. All right. That's it's enough. Well, uh, Raul, welcome to the program, man. Thanks for coming on. Hi, good evening, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, and, and thank you for staying on hold for 45 minutes. More like, it was, it was no, more like no. an hour and ten. Not, not a problem. Not a problem. My, my, my phone might die. But counting? My phone batteries. My phone batteries are about five percent life, so we we might have to hurry oh, this up. Right. Quick. Raul's like, I have six minutes now, guys. Thanks a lot. This is great. Right. Um, seriously, thanks. Thanks for taking a couple minutes to join us. Now let's let's just get it right out there, okay. in the open, not pants on. If so, you have been a, a giant fan all your life. You know what? It, it's yes, I have been a Giants fan all my life. Um, it's it's kind of complicated to to explain it um, in, in any other terms than the fact that I'm also uh, I'm a New York fan. So uh, I was born in the Bronx. I'm a diehard Yankee fan for obvious reasons. But the Yankees are not in the postseason. Then I'm rooting for the Mets if they are. You know, I'm not 
not rooting for them because I, I have you know, my allegiance to the team in the Bronx. And and it was kind of the same way with football. The funny thing is my earliest memories of football were always watching Jet games with my with my dad. And, right. I, I mean, you know, Kenny O'Brien, Al Toon, oh. Wesley Walker. I mean, you know, these were just – these were the guys I watched playing football, you know, as, as a young guy. Um, and watching my dad, you know, literally – go through all types of conniptions every time, you know, the Jets were, were, were looking like they were going to win going into the third and fourth quarter and then, you know, watching the TV as it didn't almost fly out the window every time they lost. And yes. I think that watching some of the things that this poor man would go through as as a, as a child was kind of shocking in a way because I didn't realize, you know, football could have such a such an impact on somebody's life. Um, but it was, it was never such a uh, – um, how, how can I say it? I, as long as I can remember, I've always watched the Jets, but I've always been more, you know, I guess in favor of the Giants. I'm not sure if, if there was any other particular reason of the fact that uh, my father didn't seem to get too mad when the Giants lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first of all, Peach, anything you want to say to your long-lost friend? This is not the man I remember. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to have to actually uh, call PJ on that one. I, PJ, I think I saw you once after eighth grade. I think it was freshman year. I think yeah, I ran into you and Adam Chaikin sometime in Tottenham on a football game or something. Nice. Oh, that's entirely possible. Yes, that's entirely yeah. possible. What were you and, doing and my, at a football game, PJ? <laughs> I enjoy spectating. I just don't play. That's all. Come on. Yeah, well, you know, you know what the funny thing is, and, and PJ, this will make you laugh. You know, we like PJ said, we you know we went to elementary and junior high school uh, to actually junior high school together, and we both went to different high schools. Uh, the funny thing is, my wife also graduated class of '89 from Tonville, which is where you know I was supposed to graduate from until my parents shipped me off to sea, and all my other friends went to Tonville. So when I went to the twenty, <laughs> when I went to the 25th reunion a couple of weeks back. Uh, People really, because I had kept in touch with everybody and kind of was always around anyway, the same group of friends, they actually thought I was there for the reunion, not realizing I was there with my wife. So the you were crashing, was, right. Well, well, everybody's walking up to me, remember so-and-so and this you know, this teacher for biology? I'm like, I didn't go there. And they were right. like, no, right. you're kidding me. Like, you know, it was, well, it was first actually of all, kind of... Very, this is a very memorable guy. Well, clearly. When, when, well, when you run into... You run into Raul, you remember Raul, and he was also an unfairly good-looking guy for junior high. Wow. In junior high you know school, what? listen, in junior <laughs> high school, every every eighth-grade boy's got, like, we're, we're discovering how bad we smell, the acne is landing everywhere, everyone's got, like, this junior mullet, and Raul's walking through school, he's the original lady killer, just a, just a, every, every guy just was like, how is this happening? What's going on? What's this guy's secret? He you was just beautiful. described Cal. That was Cal. <laughs> I have an unblemished record of heterosexuality to say this. He was a beautiful man. <laughs> what can I say? You, you know, I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree with PJ on this. As your counsel, I would advise. I would advise that. Yeah, definitely. Don't. Right, say, right. Go, go but, ahead. But, but but here's the other reason why I was very memorable, and and this I'm sure PJ will also. Uh, agree with me on this one. I was one of only three minorities in the entire school. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to bring that up, but you know, 
That was that's now true it, though. It was, it was it was a real it was a white school. My gosh. <laughs> now it's definitely turning into an eyewitness news report. Okay, so right. <laughs> is this a problem? Uh, so let's uh, okay. So back to this Jets Giants thing, which which what you describe, Raul, uh, Raul, I could totally relate to as a child uh, because my dad was a Giants fan, but my dad okay. was not uh, a very big football fan. So the Jets were always on in my house because my uncles were Jet fans. I naturally gravitated towards the Jets. I started watching them in like 1980 or 81 mm-hmm. as a six or seven year old. Um, so I was there the whole time. So I can understand, right. though, with football, the two-rooting thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the, the the teams didn't really bother each other. And this rivalry between the Jets and Giants was there between the players. Like Joe Namath talks about the second biggest game that he ever won was right. against the Giants in the preseason the year after they won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, because, right. Because it proved that they could beat the other you know, the, the the NFL team that they needed to beat. They beat one in the Colts and then they beat the Giants. And it was like a it was like a thirty eight thirty five game or something. But um so now let's let's before we get Cal's story, because Cal did this, let's cut to let's cut to now. Right. You've you've enjoyed tremendous success as a Giant fan and as a Yankee fan, but as a Giant fan. You you've got four Super Bowl rings, you you've got two in the last seven years. Um, why would you go to the Jets of all places? It's probably going to sound somewhat crazy. Um, it really has more to do with the fact I think that I want, I want to see another championship in New York and I really want to see it with the Jets. I think that they, you know, it's funny because you go through all these eras. I mean, uh, you know, you go back as far as and, and I remember Kenny O'Brien being the quarterback for the, for the Jets and, and 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 all the disasters of quarterbacks after you know before Boomer and and, and Tester Verdi got here. I mean, I mean Browning Nagel debacle. I mean Kotaiko. I mean all these things. And it's just like you keep seeing this franchise, and it's not from lack of trying. And you know you can sit there and always play Monday morning quarterback for you know any position in the NFL, but. When you really are trying to build a team together to be a contender, I don't think it's been a a lack of effort on the Jets' part. I just think that certain things didn't turn out the way I think a lot of people expected them to in terms of players being brought in and, you know, things of that magnitude. I I actually was very excited the last few seasons to watch the Jets, and I thought they overachieved it. I I knew Sanchez coming out of school was – I just couldn't believe the designation. I mean, giving this kid the title of franchise. I mean, really, for what? What did what did this kid accomplish? But you know what? Uh, he he did what he did. You know, in, in, in a team, in a unit. I mean, and that team showed me something. Um, and I started watching. I started really getting into, you know, just how these players were coming together. And and I kind of bought into a lot of of you know. The, the hype, I guess, in, in terms of what the media was putting out there about the Jets' defense and Revis. And, I mean, not that Revis is hype, of course. I mean, you know, before he got hurt, I think he was probably the uh, most elite back, you know, in the game. But um, what made me really want to be a Jets fan and start wearing, I mean, listen, I've got, can't tell you how many Giants jerseys I got upstairs in, in my locker, in my locker, in my closet, right? Like, I go throw up in a, in a, in a box somewhere in my attic. But, you know, um, <laughs> I'm you like, got a locker? Like, <laughs> you are really into this. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be a pretty awesome. Uh, you know, my my thing about it is honestly is I am. It's almost like being a kid all over again. I'm excited to, and not that I wasn't happy watching the Giants win. It was great and everything like that. It's, winning never gets boring. Winning never gets boring. But you know what? Being there and and, and being, uh, you know, I guess during a time now when you you see, you know what? A lot of people don't think the Jets have what it takes to win a championship in the next couple of years. And and you know, I can understand why people say that. But you know what? I like this team. I like the way they fight. I like the way they pull together. Uh, I like I like everything. You know what? They to me they almost they are the epitome of what being a New Yorker is about. And I, love, I guess I love this. I, I love. I gotta say. I gotta say this. You just this is it. We figured it out. So you 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 said I want to see a championship in New York again, right? And yeah. I really want it for the Jets. So yeah. you're the key. This is it. We this got the guy. The guy. This is the guy <laughs> for. Well, I, I'm sure that's the Jet fan that wants to see a championship. No, was a you're, team. You're, coming, you're coming over. You've won championships with the other team. Now you really want one for the Jets. You're on board. This is it. We got the guy. This is it. I <laughs> love the music. This. That's it. We got this is, Cal, we're Super Bowl bound, Cal. We're Super Bowl bound. We got Well, Rocky. listen, I don't, you I don't know if you guys now. I don't know if you guys believe in signs. I love signs. I think that they're all the, all over the place for reasons, but it's funny because I care for that movie. No, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, terrible movie. But the the signs that I've been up there seeing in terms of with the with the Jets. One of the things that made me laugh about a week after I, I did this Facebook announcement that PJ was talking about, uh, a very good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, uh, Derek Tobacco, uh, wound up winning uh, and being the first of the season ticket holders that won the uh, chance to, uh, you know, do the Jets chant at home for the eight games that are, I thought I played at the Meadowlands. I'm sorry, Meadowlands. Right. At MetLife. And he he went from not even being on the ballot when they first, you know, opened up to voting to actually winning it for the opening game. See? And he You're the key. It's one of the one of the, it, it's one of the things, the first thing I did when I saw him, I, I gave him this big hug. I said, I cannot wait to see. He goes, literally goes, bro. Because you're a Jets fan now, <laughs> Cal, you have you have experience here. Please, please tell PJ and Raul about your experience changing fanhoods. Well, you remember now, right? I have always remembered, my friend. Okay, I've never forgotten. I've forgiven. I have not <laughs> forgotten. Luckily, I've been accepted. You were accepted with open arms. Well, you know. <laughs> you have not been the key to a Super Bowl, no, by the way. No, clearly not. But, uh, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, um, it's, it's, a, it's, I grew up when I was a little kid. I was a Jet fan. This is my story. My name is Brian Calvi. <laughs> and, here is, and here is my story. I grew up a Jet fan. Like, well, I got I I have to l- explain because it's a little complicated. I grew up a Jet fan. Loved the Jets. Had had a Richard Todd uh shirt. Wasn't a jersey at the time because I number, was, you know, number 14. Number 14. Yeah. And uh used to love the Jets. We used to watch them. I I I was a diehard Mets fan. Used to love the fact that the Jets played at Shea Stadium. Always loved those those early season games where the the Shea Stadium infield was still on the football field and big Jet fan. I was young, but I loved watching the Jets. So then the Jets moved to New Jersey 
1984, after the 83 season, they relocate to the Meadowlands. And my father announces at the time, well, we're not going to, a, we're not going to Jersey to go see a game. Jeez. I had never been to a football game at that point. I thought I had a shot at getting to Shea for a Jet game. Go ahead. I have a question. Did your father make a formal announcement in front of the family? <laughs> Was the family gathered together? Mike Brady style? <laughs> Did he get to the family into the sunken I living room? I feel like the way that it went was I might have, you know, as a 10-year-old boy, asked excitedly, hey, do you think we can go to a Jet game? And I got a, are you kidding me? We're not going to the Meadowlands. I'd like, to, football games. I'd like to thank you all for coming today. Um, <laughs> I'm so not go- taking any questions, <laughs> but I have an announcement. Today. Your mother will be handling all of the questions. Um, Please read the flyer. You know, I'll be getting the same flyer. Right, so, so, so Ralph uh, puts down the edict. I right. ain't going to know Jersey. So I realize I'm probably not going to get to a Jet game, uh, or a Giant game for that matter. And around the same time, there was a hotshot quarterback out of Pittsburgh named Dan Marino that was playing in the Super Bowl with the Miami Dolphins. And for whatever reason, I just decided to watch the Dolphins, and I declared myself a Dolphins fan in 1984. 84, right? You were 10. 10 years old. And I was a Dolphins fan growing up through high school, through college, in fact, I was officially a Dolphins fan because you gotta you gotta like fill out paperwork. <laughs> it's complicated, <laughs> right? Very, you gotta get it notarized. It's, it's a whole big thing. You need a notary public. Yeah, yeah, it's complicated. I was a Dolphins fan until 2009, and I and I I I did something similar to what. Raul did. I didn't do it on Facebook back then, obviously. There wasn't there was Facebook. I wasn't on Facebook. And I I basically went to uh to Steve's uncle. That's right. Uncle Tommy. Yep. Big Paulie. Get his blessing. I had to get his blessing. That's correct. To be I was a do- no, PJ, I was a Dolphins fan. Looking yeah. to become a Jets fan. Yeah, this is un this was unprecedented in our ranks. It just doesn't happen. And I really had to sell my backstory, yep. just like I did with you guys. That I really, I was a Jets fan. I switched away, and now I was tired of following an out-of-town team when everybody else I knew, all my friends, were Jet fans. Now I say that I'm an, I'm an adult now saying that, but 35-year-old man, <laughs> all my friends are Jet fans. I want to be a Jet fan. All the guys are Jet fans. So that's what I did. And you had to uh, provide pictures. Picture evidence, photographic evidence of you in the Richard Todd T-shirt. He took blood. He from did. Me. I don't know why that happened. That was odd. I didn't think that was part of it. You, you know how they open the books, guys, when a guy gets made. <laughs> this is this is what we had to do on Cal. Big Polly had to open the books, and you passed. You passed with flying colors. I did. I was very fortunate, and uh, and I came. So I came. I we're gonna, we're gonna lose the live feed, yeah, Cal. Yeah. Let me just—we're uh, uh, gonna lose the live feed. So those of you who are listening live or have been listening live, thank you so much for doing that. Go to rtusports.com to download the podcast. We're gonna continue. This uh, portion of the podcast will be released on Monday morning. Thanks very much. Okay, we're back. 
Now, now, Cal, I don't know who uh, of us has anybody seen Diner? Has anybody seen the movie Diner? Oh, sure, Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, so Gutenberg yeah. gives his wife the, the Baltimore Colts written test or whatever, and she's got to pass. That's you. That was like <laughs> the written. The written was like the first part of the day. <laughs> yeah, the oral was tough. Yeah, the oral test was tough. It was it was very difficult. Uh, so you, but we after you passed, obviously. I did. I came. So I came. I came along. I came back into the fold, uh, the year that Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez started with right. me. Okay. So it it can be done. Yeah. It wasn't easy. I'm not. I'm not saying. And Raul, you may experience some backlash. Oh, I, I have to be prepared for that. <laughs> I was. Oh, some I, merciless comments on his Facebook page. I've seen them. Well, and you're also yeah. going from the winning team to the losing team. I mean, you know, yeah, I get it, but it's uh, – here's the thing. I mean, to me, it's – you know what? Let, let, let's let's use baseball as an analogy. And I know I, I've said this to a few of my friends who are Met fans, and, of course, they, they laugh at it. But I go, imagine the Rip Van Winkle thing happens, okay? You, fall, you know, go into the hospital one day, you fall asleep for 100 years, you wake up. And in those I'm 100 done. years, the tides have turned, and the, Met, and the Mets have now won 27 championships. Right, <laughs> and the and the Yankees only two. I said so. Basically, when you wake up now, the Mets and the Yankees are even in championships and postseason playing. Blah 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 blah. Okay, and they they all to literally literally the last one have stopped me and go. That's not a dream I ever want to wake up from. <laughs> 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 and I get it. I don't. And I get it. But as a Mets but, fan, though, I, I have to say, and right. and I've I've had this conversation with Yankee fans. And I, and and Cal and I have talked about this on the show, like very seriously about our Met fandom, which, by the way, is probably at an all-time low right now. Like, it, like I will always love the Mets. I will never root for a different baseball team. I hate yeah. them right now. I hate them because I hate the ownership so much. But that said, and the fact that Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid till the year that doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother. It doesn't me. bother you? No, that no. stuff doesn't bother me. Because it's okay. you got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, exactly. I, I have bigger problems than Bobby Bonilla getting a million dollars from them. Uh, you know what? I hope he takes all the Wilpons money. That's I don't care. <laughs> you really don't like management. Okay, go. <laughs> so, but my but my thing always with Yankee fans is like, why wouldn't you root for the team with twenty seven championships and five World Series? And because I choose to root for the Mets. Like it's not a sure. punishment. I could go right. root for the Yankees tomorrow. I don't envy the Yankees' history. I don't right. envy, you know, do I do I uh, wish that the Mets had five championships in the last 15 years? Yeah, I sure do. Uh but they don't. Um but I, I don't I don't envy that. Like I don't know. I I just I've never sort of looked at it as, you know, rooting for the Mets, rooting for the Jets, rooting for the Islanders. These are choices that I made very early on, and I love that I made them. I'm never embarrassed to be a Met fan or a Jet fan or an Islander fan, ever. I'm never right. embarrassed, ever. The night of the butt fumble, I was not embarrassed to be a Jet fan. I was embarrassed by that game, yeah. but I wasn't embarrassed to be a Jet fan because it's a choice. Nobody's putting a gun to my head. You know, and, I, and, 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 see, I, and, and that's the part I, 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 kind of, I get 100% because, you know, it's, it's don't get me wrong. I mean, I... I think it's 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 especially given the you know recent history of success, it's much easier to be a Giant fan in, in, in New York than it is to be a Jets fan, because 
you know, you you've already established, uh, you know, basically that that you know, the, the the difference between the two teams and their championships uh, with their recent history. But I just love the greediness of the Jets. I, I really feel that uh, there's just I don't know. There's just a different connection in, that I have watching that team. And, now, and will you? Just, you'll still. You'll still. I'm sorry, Raul. You'll still root yes. for the Giants to win, though. It's not like you're going to root against them. I don't root against them the same way. I mean, listen, like I said, I'm a Yankee fan. I don't root for, for the Mets to lose. It. I would love to see them in, in the postseason too. Right. Uh, so yeah, again, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker first and foremost. Wait, what was it? I said this is where the Mets fan and the Yankee fan part ways. Well, of course. I mean, listen, I you know, and it's funny because um, my my father's side of the family basically, uh, it, you know, we're all from the Bronx and Puerto Rico. And my mother's side is from Puerto Rico and, and Queens. So my yeah. mother's side of the family, obviously, is all Mets fans. Yeah. <laughs> and my father's side is all Yankee fans. And when we all get together, it's, trust me, you know, one of those things where it seems like one of my cousins pointed out, and, and this is where he and my other cousin always have to be, you know, basically physically separated by the end of the night. And it's, <laughs> why, 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 why would you, they, you know, you don't have to like the Yankees. That's fine. But why would you root for the Red Sox to beat us? And, right. and 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 my cousin, the Mets fan, doesn't miss a beat. He says because the last thing I want to do is see your team win another championship. That's it. I mean, that's it. That's it. Right. But you you know what? And and like my cousin and myself, if my team, if the Yanks are out of it and the Mets are in it, I'm totally rooting for them. But I want to see them win. But that's easy. That's easy for you to say. And 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 we have Cal and I have a number of Yankee fan friends that are great fans. It sounds like right. you're a great Yankee fan. You know, who's old enough to remember when they sucked. Right. Um, oh, you know, absolutely. And, and, sure. and doesn't think that a championship comes every year and grows on trees. No, that, and, and let me, yeah. It's, it's, we're it's we're easy. entering very different times now as the Yankee yeah, fans, and people are. better get used to it. Yeah. It's easy to, as the Yankee fan, say, like our buddy Evan, Dr. Ray Stat, you know, great Yankee fan. If the Yankees are out of it, he absolutely wants the Mets to win and would love to see the right. Mets win a championship. Now, I will say this. If the Mets win five championships in seven years, you're not going to be rooting for that anymore. You're not. The Yankee fan is not going to be rooting for that anymore at all. And, and it, it, it happened in the 80s. I mean, when the Mets won in 86 and owned the town and really owned New York, um, you know, Yankee fans didn't – and the Yankees hadn't won a World Series in, you know, a number of years and were on their way to a 15-year playoff drought. Right. Yankee fans didn't care for it so much. I'll tell you what. Uh, I mean, again, I know maybe it's uh, – I may be the exception or, the, you know, the, to the rule but uh, or even, you know, anybody else you've spoken to. But I love that 86 World Championship team. The Mets were just yeah. – I mean, they literally were, they literally were amazing. And, and to, I mean, I remember literally I watching the, the, the games – <laughs> I love the 96, I said I love the '96 Yankees. I had no problem with that team. You love them? Yeah, no. Sure. I mean, I rooted. <laughs> I did. I rooted for the '96 Yankees against the Braves. They yeah. hadn't been in the postseason in 15 years. Right, and it was the Braves. And it was against the Braves. It was against and it was the, the Braves, right? Right. After that, though, you know, once we get into '98 and '99, that's enough. That's enough now. Well, with, with I'm the sure rooting. you guys are looking. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you were looking at shops in 2000. 
Yes. Well, obviously, 2000, I was I was rooting for the Mets. Well, I can tell you in 2000, I wanted no part of a Subway series. No, me neither. Yeah. At all. Like, I almost would have rather the Mets lost in the playoffs. Totally agree, Cal. Totally. Than having made it to the World Series. We talked about it at the time. It was the worst thing that could have possibly happened to them. It really was. The Mets you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. And Mets fans. Why was that? Because there was, we finally made it to the World Series for the first time in 14 years, and we have to play the damn Yankees. And there's no, there's no the band, the, right? The damn. Ted Nugent was involved. I'm sorry. <laughs> Little Tommy Shaw action. Yes. No wonder we lost. Ted Nugent <laughs> went with the rifles and all. We had no shot. No. He has a good shot. So, uh, but playing the Yankees was a no-win prop. It was a no-win proposition for the Yankees too. It was. It was a no-win proposition for the Yankees because they had to win that World Series. I don't find yeah. that it was. A, I think the Yankees won. I think they were okay, right, Raul? No, but Cal, it, it, Cal, the Yankees, and you know this. Yankee fans had a lot at stake in that World Series too. They didn't want to play the Mets. Our Yankee fan friends did not want to play the Mets. No, that's true. They did not want to because they I, because I if the Mets win that World Series, we can erase seventy five years of history. You know, and I don't, 20, think, one, I don't think one series, I don't think one World Series win would do that. I mean, you know, that's that's a lot it of history. Be, it would be the stopper, Raul, for every Met Yankee argument of all time. Every time a Met fan is told, "Yeah, well, we have twenty seven World Championships," yeah, well, we got one against you. The one time we played you, we won. Well, see, and I think that's what I think. It's funny because you're saying that, you know, as a Mets fan, it wasn't the, the World Series you wanted to see. I think the novelty was just that because I don't know if we'll ever see another World, you know, Subway World Series in our lifetime. So I really did want to see it, and I was excited. Now, of course, like you, I was rooting for my team. So I did, you know, go into it, obviously, hoping and wishing the Yankees well and, and uh, you know, looking towards another championship. But, uh, you know, kind of getting back to circling back to, again, with the, with the whole Jet thing, uh, you know what? Listen, like I said, for whatever reason, the last few years, what I've seen with this team, it's reinvigorated my my love for the game. My, I, you know, watching it, getting excited again. I almost, I do. I feel like I'm a little kid, you know, for the first time watching, you know, football again, and just getting that's totally great. excited about it. That's great. And that, and that's really, really what, what it was for me. I mean, again, you know, the Giants play good ball. I'm not saying that it's not. It's it's not that it's a uh, you know, uh, they're not a bad team at all, and you know, whatever's happening this year so far, I know they're off to a pretty dismal start, but you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But as far as I'm concerned, right now, I've traded in my red, white, and blue jerseys, and my, my white and green ones are on their way. All right, Cal, as be, as the guy who's done this in the past, will you allow it? Of course, I'll allow it. Wow, so quick. <laughs> can you can you take a second? No, I don't need a second. <laughs> oh, no. Any any time. Yeah, sure. sure. Anytime somebody Listen. wants to jump aboard our bandwagon, I'm I'm more than willing to welcome them because it's a lot more acceptable than let's say you had been a Jet fan and now all the Giants are winning Super Bowls. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with those guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow them. It's better to, it's better to come this way. There's a lot more credibility that way. Right. The Met fan to Yankee fan. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> you know, you know, and speaking speaking of, of credibility, honestly, and I think everybody, you know, listening will, will agree. Once it's on Facebook, it's real. 
it's out there, baby. That's right. It's it's, it's, it's like legit. congressional record now. Yeah, it's, it's legit. <laughs> you know, I do have it, one question though. I do have one question. We'll allow it. Can you hear me, guys? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so so here's my question, and, and I'm not sure which one of you again went from being the Giants. I'm sorry, the Jets fan to the Dolphins fan, back to the Jets fan. That's me. That's Cal. Okay, so Cal. Yeah. Here's my question. I guess there's two questions. One. If the announcement that was made that there was no way in hell you guys were going to go to Jersey to ever catch a football game, you know, was right. What made you say, "Wow, I'm never going to get to see a football game"? Did you think that there was going to be like a ticket to Miami to watch a Giant game? I'm sorry, a Dolphins game down there? Or well, no. How did that? That's, and that's, okay. that's an that's an excellent point. <laughs> a great question. No, it's a very good point because I I can address that. I knew okay. I wasn't going to Miami either, so okay. I wasn't going anywhere at that point. <laughs> so I had my pick of, of, of all the teams in the league. You just landlocked with a television. That's you. That was yeah. Okay. And, and, and then of course now the most important question: Have you finally gotten to a football game? I have. Okay. I've gone. I've what gone was your first game? Quite a few. My first football game. Was was very late in life, believe it or not. Um, nineteen ninety eight. I was twenty four years old, and I saw a a Jets Buccaneers game. I was a Dolphin fan at the time. Why at a Jets Buccaneers game? And I've and I've since been to to many other games, but yes, right. I finally I did I did. That's the happy ending to the story. Is my father said he'd never take me to a game, and I still got to a game. That's awesome. Aww. I got a question for Raul uh, uh, relating to the Yankees. This Jeter thing. Yes. Do you think it's a bit much? (laughs) It's like, like, do you see the Gatorade ad that just came out where he's like, I did, by the way, walking the streets and being worshipped. Is he getting what he deserves, or is it a bit much? Look, I, I can see where my teeter, and, I, and I'm not going to uh, – that, that rhymes, jeter and teeter. Yeah, I can see where it does teeter on the borderline of being a bit much, and, and it's been a big, long production. It's funny. I, uh, uh, You know, all the sports I, I love, by the way, basketball has been my, my, lo- my longest love uh, because I've been playing since I'm uh, basically four years old. But the, the, the one thing I remember, if we go back to 19 – I think it was 1987, uh, Dr. J, it was his final year in the, in the league. And much like what they're doing with Jeter now, it was like a big farewell tour. And by the time they got to the All-Star break, which is basically the middle of the season, pe- people had had enough. I mean, literally, you have the re- an entire other half of people are like, listen, you know, enough of this shit. You know, like, yeah, he's not dying. You know, he's just going to retire. We'll just, he'll still be in the spectrum. Or, you know, he'll, he'll come hang out, you know, watch a few games. It's going to be okay. Um, I like the fact he's that... He's not dying. I like that. Right. Well, well you, you know, they're you wearing know, the his is, number on their sleeve. They're wearing, the they, is that, they have a patch on his sleeve. This is, for, this is for I, dead people, like the guy I playing did. right next to him. <laughs> He's right there. He's right, there. right next to him. Chase Headley but, has got a patch on his sleeve playing at third base. He dares <laughs> away. He's fine. I feel like I Chase Headley is take off just to make sure. During the game. Maybe this patch, I, and it's like a black patch. Come on. But, but, you 
know what I think, and, and this is kind of where I think, it, again, it plays, uh, you know, it, it's its point, um, which is much like Dr. J, you know, Derek Jeter is an iconic figure. And, and, and I got into an argument actually today, uh, and of, co- of course, on all places, Facebook, you know, because a friend of mine, uh, TJ, you know Anthony D'Amato. Is that true? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm not sure. I said, is that true? I'm not sure if I do. True story. I'm not right, well, that name. He went to school with us, but he, he actually went to he went to he went to high school with you. But anyway, he he put up a very simple statement that had 75 responses in about 30 seconds, which was, Derek Eater is the most overrated New York athlete since Joe Namath. Now, one part of that I agree with about Joe Namath. Wow. The first part, though, I I literally responded. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back. You you can't. No, no, no. I'm going to give you your first, your first lesson in being on. a Jet fan. Your first, your first Jet fan lesson, right? Yes. Anytime anyone says Joe Namath is overrated, right. you tell them they're wrong. <laughs> doesn't matter. He's right or wrong. Doesn't matter if you believe it. Doesn't matter if you believe it or not. I'm telling you, you want to, you want to gain credibility with the fan base. Somebody says you're a god, you say yes. Yes, you are, exactly. <laughs> if somebody says Joe Namath was overrated, you say absolutely, unequivocally, no. No. He was not overrated. And then you punch him in the mouth. Right in the mouth. Well, ex- you know what, if I could have reached through Facebook, Go I would have. But, you know, it was, again, it was one of those things where, you know, there are people who will still there, sit there and, and say, yes, no, I'm not saying he's, not a very good player, but he's not an all-time great. And I'm like, what? And I, I love statistics for a reason. I love numbers. And You know, you can sit there and you can throw your own opinions around, but facts are facts. And, and at the end of the day, this guy's going to hang up his cleats as literally one of, you know, uh, was it sixth all-time hit list? You don't, you don't, you know, I hear people, well, it's not fair. He got so many other uh, at-bats playing in so many postseasons. You're right. But you still had to play all those games and he still had to get on right. base. You know, all these records well, that, that he holds, you know, you have to look at them and say, you know, it's not a byproduct of being – and don't get me wrong, he played on some fantastic teams. But at the end of the day, you know what? He still had to get up at the batter's box and do what he had to do, whether it was, you know – You give get, him credit get, for what he did, but, but I mean, it, what do you feel about the endless parade? I mean, come on. The end, you know what? He's got 11 games left. It's almost over. So, yes, <laughs> it's been a bit, it's been <laughs> a bit overdone. Many? It, it is. It's just an endurance test, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? And, and here's the thing. I, I like the, the Respect commercial, the one that Nike put out, I guess, a couple of months ago or so. Um, and even the Gatorade, I, I, you know, you find yourself kind of, you know, you, you look at it and, and I don't know if it's, you know, Frank in the background or, or maybe even just the black and white, uh, you know, that they did with the with the, with the the video itself, but uh, which I found actually it's funny. You know, you wanna, you, you're sending this guy off into, you know, I'm sure he'll be a first ballot, you know, surefire first ballot Hall of Famer, but, you know, when you look at Yankee legends, you know, we basically only see them in, in black and white, and I think that's probably why they chose to, you know, film that that uh, that, that particular uh, uh, commercial in that in that respect, because, you know, it, it, almost, ha- it almost has like it's it, like an old-timer old or old-fashioned type of feel to it, you know, where you can sit back and say, you know what, yeah, you know, he's just like the all-time, you know, Yankee greats. I mean, the way he went out, the way he did this. But, again, is it a bit, a, a bit of an overkill? Yeah. But you have to understand, it's not, the, it's not just the Yankees that are losing. This, is, this guy's been the face of baseball for years. 
you know, there's really and, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of up and coming talent there, and you know, there's a the the the, the league's gonna go on. But the biggest thing is, is that you know, this is is he is he's a, he's, a, he's a generational player. He's a once in a generation player. You know, Who, who's gonna come up and step up to the plate now? Who knows? You know, that kid Trout, he, he's pretty decent. I mean, you know, he's starting also, you know, pretty good so far. Let's see where it goes. Gina to Trout. Uh, uh, Steve, you want to you handle this? Go ahead. You go first. No, no. Please. All yours. I, I just have one thing to say. And, and, and everything you said there is pretty much true. <laughs> um, no, but it, it is. It, or, or it is to an extent. I have one question. I don't, why is it so important for Yankee fans? That all of us give a crap. Oh, I don't think any. I, here's the thing. I don't think it. Like why? I don't like I, I don't. I don't. I don't care about the my way commercial. I don't care. Right. Like it's no, not. Yeah. It's not moving me to tears. Why is that bothering Yankee fans? It, it does, here's the thing. It doesn't bother me in the least as a Yankee fan because here's what here's here's what I'm doing. I'm watching it and I'm getting my enjoyment out of it. And if right. you want to watch it and laugh at it or or think it's you know funny or or love it, whatever you, your feelings I, are, I, you know, it, I'm being chastised on the U face on Facebook for you, for not right. for not yeah for for you know making a comment about it like as as from a non-Yankee fan as enough already like enough I right. get it tiring. I don't have to well, give and, a crap anymore that he's retiring. I don't care. Oh, Raul, you're you're in the minority. Um, you're in the minority of Yankee fans that feel that right. way, and that's why Steve says that because you're you're yeah. absolutely right, and I respect the, what what you say about it. Totally, I I do as well, Raul. I'm saying you you are the minority because I'm being told. Go ahead, Cal. By other Yankee fans that like I have to love this. Like, what's right. wrong with you if you don't love this? Well, I, I don't care. I'm not a Yankee fan. Well, you know what? That that'd be that'd be like you and I going to you know what? Uh, that'd be like you going to your high school. I'm going to my high school, and and telling you you have to like my high school team better for you know because it's state championship and it's you know we won the state championships four out of the last seven years. That's ridiculous. You know you like what you like, and and here's the thing. I think that if I think the people that are, are attacking you are are probably going to be uh, people who feel that. In 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 a weird kind of a way, you're you're almost you're almost discrediting who Derek Jeter is by not liking it. Because how could you not like it? Because everybody loves Derek Jeter. There's not a person who says a bad thing about it, and that's fine if that's your, you know, if that's what you really think. That's great. But you know what? There's obviously people out there who don't think Derek Jeter is as great as as you know I may think he is. They're entitled to their opinion. You know, when you're trying to convince somebody. You know how they should see somebody, as opposed to you know how you see somebody. Then you know you, you get a real that that's where you're going to get some obviously some some comments that you're probably not going to like too much. And you know what? I always constantly hear this too, which is you know oh just a bitter Mets fan. If he was a, if he was turning two in Queens, you would think he was the greatest ever. And you know what? Uh, who's to say? And my question is: Is he going to get a ticker tape? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they might as well. My, here, here, here's my answer to that. Since uh, 1995, he has gotten a ticket tape parade every day of his life, up and down to his Trump Plaza hotel. A uh, beautiful uh, <laughs> his, his bachelor he's pad, been living, bachelor pad. He's been living there's, a there's ticket not, tape parade. All right. Yeah, there's there's no there's no listen. He he's he's done it the right way. This guy has pretty much stayed single his entire playing career. Uh, you know, and, and and has focused in on what it is he wanted to do in a A lot of fruit baskets. A, it's a lot of fruit baskets base. that have been out there. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of fruit <laughs> baskets. I don't know what that means. 
Look, look, look up Google Derek Jeter and Fruit Basket, and you'll see what I mean. I do have a legitimate question. I actually know the stories of the Fruit Baskets and the signed memorabilia and the car ride home. And the car ride home. I know a girl. I know a girl who got one. Um, Let me, the, you know, you know what the best part about it is, and I don't, and, and, and I don't know if people even, you know, even think about it for a tenth of a second. But I think subliminally, I think the fact that this guy will send a <laughs> send a lady home after he just wrote his name on a ball and gave it to her. I mean, come on. <laughs> um. I, I do have a question for you, a legitimate question, because you you yep. sound you sound like a good baseball fan. You sound like a smart, intelligent Yankee fan. You've been watching Derek Jeter his whole career, um, who we all agree, us Met fans and us non nonpartisan baseball people like PJ, um, that he baseball now, that he's going on the diamond. No, it's right. played with a played with a, a hockey stick. Um, right, he's an, an all time great. Um, he's an all-time great at the position, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, statistically, uh, through any measurement that you want to make. If he has the same exact career as a Kansas City Royal, are we doing this? If, if during the time, if, uh, well, let's let's put it this way. Well, uh, well, I can give you the comparison because there's right. actually there actually is one. Okay. It's Craig Biggio. Craig Biggio won five world championships? No, Craig Biggio has very similar statistics to Derek Jeter. In fact, he has more home runs. But the point is, and he has less hits, but not by much. So you're talking about two guys who have had very similar careers. Craig Biggio came up up as a catcher, moved to center field, and then uh, played second base for the majority of his career, won a couple of gold gloves there as well. Um, Has over 3,000 hits, has more home runs than Derek Jeter. Um, Right. Uh, so we're talking about Craig Biggio played his whole career with one team, uh, played in the playoffs a number of times, did not win five world championships. Right. He also was not a Yankee. You know, so, uh, as this whole same exact career, right? With the, the City Royals. Do I have right. to watch a Gatorade commercial and retuspect? Retuspect. You know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say, obviously, I'm going to say, obviously, I, you probably don't. And, yes, that, that's probably the advantage of, of playing in a big market team. I mean, you want to talk about a, another position player who had similar numbers who, and anybody who, again, if you're a really big baseball fan, then you'll understand comparisons uh, uh, both statistically and on the field. Somebody like Robin Yeah, I mean, he again, Robin, yeah. played a small market, right, played in a small market team, but his numbers are almost identical to Jeter's. Yeah. Uh, um, that that's one of those things. You're right. Are, are we going to be sitting there, and are they going to be doing all this hoopla over there? And, and, and you know, Biggio, saying, who's, who's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, by the way. Right. Listen, <laughs> I, I and that's that to me. It, it it amazes me how how different players are actually treated because they're coming from smaller market teams. But you know, right. it's scary because to be honest with you. It's not like Houston is a small market team. I mean, you're still talking about the major cities in, 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 in the country. But, yeah, but it know, is. In baseball terms, it is. In, in baseball, baseball terms, terms, absolutely. It's the second half. It's a, uh, a bottom half uh, market, Houston. Right, right. But regardless, it's, it's, it's an interesting question because – well, go ahead, Cal. 
No, well, I want to. I want to play point counterpoint here. I love point counterpoint. Fun game, right? It is a fun game. Let's have fun with this. Craig Biggio wins five World Series with the Astros. With the Astros, yeah. What happens? Do we, he's, a, does, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, but the, but is he getting the same send off that Derek Jeter is getting? No, he's not a Yankee. So you think no, it's I, the Yankees? I don't, I don't. I don't. I think he. I think he would. I think. I think that over a twenty year span, if he proves to be again what Derek Jeter is, here's the thing. Let, let me ask you this: But Derek Jeter, half of what Derek Jeter is, is because he's a Yankee in New York. Okay, so if the, if the, and, and and I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I, I kind of do agree with you, but let me ask you this: If that's the case, okay, are you saying then that only that that basically players of that type of caliber or can can only be the face of the league if they're in a big market city because of that? No. I'm saying that Derek Jeter is the quote-unquote face of baseball because he plays for the Yankees. And if Derek Jeter had the exact same career with the Kansas City Royals, even right. with the five championships, he would not be the face of baseball. Hmm. Or he would not be as feted as he is right now. Look, Ken, Griffey, right. Jr., Ken Griffey Jr. was the face of baseball in Seattle. Okay? Right. Mike Trout's going to be the face of baseball in Anaheim. Right. You know, it, it, the city doesn't necessarily matter that much. But in Derek Jeter's case, where there's not 650 home runs and there's mm-hmm. not all time. The only all time number he has is hits. And I'm not taking it away from him. But the right. other all time number he has is championships with the right. Yankees. Right. So that plays into his legend. And Cal, you asked the point counterpoint question about Craig Biggio. Let me, for you guys, let me piggyback on that. If Craig Biggio has the exact same career that he had with the Astros, but wins five World Series, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yes. Well, yeah, that's what we asked you, and you said yes. No, you but asked I me. Th- I, also, I also think Craig Biggio, believe it or not, would be seen as the face of baseball. I think everybody I, that'd be. So it's the World looking, Championships that make a difference? Uh, well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way: How many, how many, how many world championships have the Houston Astros won? None. Okay, so if they've won none, and this guy has brought five. Yeah, but the Yankees won two before he got there. Right. So you're, 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 what I'm saying is, is that the Yankees already had their championships. It's World Series title. I'm sorry, you're breaking like, up. Say it again. And it's not like he brought the Yankees their long-awaited first World Series title. Right. If Craig Biggio brought the Astros a World Series title, I mean, he's still never going to buy a drink in that town. But much, it much would be like a, our, be a much big like our deal. beloved Joe Namath, by the way. Now, nah, Joe Namath, you can't point to that game. That game has different social and political ramifications for the NFL and stuff like that. Like, that game was not just a football game. That game was the making of the modern NFL. And every player that's a superstar in the NFL and gets a big contract should go shake Joe Namath's hand. Absolutely. Because he was the first guy to get one. He was the first guy to hold out to get one. And if that, if that game hadn't happened, the NFL merger would have taken another 10 years. So Didn't Joe Namath get a parade? Yes, he did. But that's why, that's why ah. Joe 
being overrated. Yeah, maybe on the football field from a statistical point of view, sure. But you can't overrate what Joe Namath meant to the sport of football. He's the first superstar that the league ever had. Yep. Nope. So, no argument and, on that. By the way, when we're having this conversation about Jeter, which is a great one, I hope it's clear I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy. He won no. those championships. Yeah. He deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and those championships should be on his resume. As I, I, I that pushes him over the edge for players that he has similar numbers to, because not only did he win them, he performed in them. Right. And he was magnificent in them. You know, so this is not to take anything away from Derek Jeter as the player. It simply proposes the question, is he partially a product of the team that he played for? And I think you'd have to answer that with a yes, if you're being honest. I mean, uh, I, I, I think, I, here's the thing. Yeah. I, ideally, I'd like to believe that, you know, a, uh, an iconic player like a Derek Jeter can transcend the sport in terms of his location. I'd like to believe that if he's done it in Houston, like Biggio, or, or, or even, you know, like you said, over in Kansas City, um, that he would still be looked upon and revered the way he is because he still would have, you know, done everything he did to get to that point. Again, being in the, in the New York market, you just, you know, you are going to be overexposed when it comes to media outlets and, and, and all types of journalism. So, you know, I, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I mean, yes, the, the fact that of the team that, that he plays for does play a part in and the fact that he won his championships here definitely play a part in it. Um, I don't know. He, you know he, what? Also, I mean, he also has another huge advantage, guys. A huge advantage. And it's by no doing of his, other than he did it the right way, and that is he's a clean player in the steroid yep. era. Sure. And that's a huge, huge advantage. As far as we know. As as far yeah. well, yeah. I think there's a couple of there's like we've talked about this before on the show, right? There's there's like three guys that if it happened like it may crash baseball. Right. You know, like it may officially ruin baseball if Jeter was on some list. You right. know, it, that's how sure we are he's not. But that's just towards his perception and how he's perceived and being the face of the game. And not look, Mike Trout is a ridiculously dynamic player. He he's he's unbelievable. He really is. I watch that long um, MLB, You know, I watch at uh, MLB at bat or whatever. I'll watch Angels games just to see him hit. I I never would have done that for Derek Jeter in another market. And that's fine. That's just the kind of player that Trout is. Right? Trout is has a chance to be Mickey Mantle. He really does. Uh oh, I think we lost Raul. Sugar. Maybe his his phone finally ran out of juice. Oh no, <laughs> did his phone die? Oh no. <laughs> You're having such a great uh, look. All I wanted, all I wanted to know was whether or not he thought the commercials were overrated. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to go. But this, uh, is, but this is what happens with great debates. This is what happens yeah. with great, and it is a great debate right now. Um, uh, Raul, if you're out there, man, thanks. Good luck with being a Jet fan. Love to check back with you towards the end of the season. See how it's gone. PJ wants to ask you about school uniforms on Staten Island. I can wait. 
Hey, that's not a pressing topic. Cal, you didn't answer your own question. What's that question? About Biggio. I asked you the question before, and you answered it. You didn't (laughs) answer it. Do I think that Biggio is Jeter if he wins five championships? And first of all, that was the question. It wasn't, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, I didn't ask that. I asked you. And I asked, what happens if Biggio wins five World Series? And you said, with the Astros? And I said, yeah, with the Astros. I said, he's not Jeter. He said, he's not Jeter. But my question to you is, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? If he wins five championships? Yes, with the yeah, Astros. Absolutely. He is. Because he wasn't in real life. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't, no, in re- Yeah, in real life he wasn't. <laughs> in our little hypothetical world. Right. He wasn't. Right. If he wins two championships with the Astros, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah, I, if he wins one, I think he might be. Probably is, right? Right. If he wins the first World Series in Houston Astros history, right, he's in. Yeah. It's amazing what the championships mean, right? It's amazing what the World Series titles mean when you get to that next level. Right. Like Robin Young with a World Series title, right? Or right. he didn't win a World Series. Robin Young did not win a World Series. He was they in lost, a World Series. They lost in 82. To the Cardinals. Right. He never got back, right? Um, He never got back. Milwaukee never got back. Is Kirby Puckett a Hall of Famer without those World Series? I don't. I don't even think he's a Hall of Famer without well, those. Well, but the thing there's there are external factors that play yes. into the Kirby Puckett phenomenon. <laughs> That's the worst worst band name ever. The Kirby Puckett phenomenon. <laughs> Kirby Puckett experience. Just got a text from Raul. Yes, his phone did finally die, and he just wanted to. Uh, he just wanted to thank you guys. Uh, he had a blast, and uh, we want to thank him right back. Was, Is he uh, signing our yearbook? He will. Sure. Again, a tremendously <laughs> handsome man. I can't even, I can't underscore the fact. Mentioned. Yes, you have mentioned. I've been noted. It's been noted. I think it's a little, I think you've gone a little far now. It's been it's memorialized. Gonna be, it's going to be the yeah. theme. Every time we get a guest, I'm going to rate them. Handsome. <laughs> acceptable. Homely. All right, we should wrap this puppy because we're another hour. Yeah, well, this is the longest listen, show we've ever fun. done. We are this is good. Fun. This is good stuff, though. You know, it's I told you, I told you we were. This was going to be good. It's good to talk about. Yeah, the night I wasn't having it. Well, now we're we're into into the next day, and it's it's okay now. It's a new day. I, can I can I just go on record and and say I actually I actually like the Gatorade commercial. I think uh, we're done now for the night. I think that'll do it. I, I can say that. What do you like about it? But it was well done. Oh, yeah. so you, you like the production value? Yeah. Well, yeah. I listen. It's 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 completely over the top. Don't get me wrong. Okay. You know, it's Spinal Tap doing Big Bottom. It's, it's <laughs> well over the top. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's well done. I can absolutely understand why Yankee fans would, would lose their mind over it. But why do we need to love it? We don't. Why are we being I don't told think you need to love we need it? To? We don't. Who's telling we don't. you? Because, well, why do, we need, why do we need to love it? Because he's cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like this, I feel like this is World Cup soccer all over again. 
every every four or five months something comes up. Yeah, that if you don't love this, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I be, I was told I don't love baseball. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. I guess you don't love baseball if you don't like that commercial. Really? That must really? have been a surprise to hear after 35 years of, of it yeah. being basically your life. Yeah. Maybe now you just run sudden, with a bad crowd. I do run with a bad crowd. We might be laughing a bit be your friends, that, man. But that never hurt no one. Listen, I don't get the reference. I liked it. <laughs> I don't, you don't get that one either, music guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is our music maven. Right over my head. No, of course what I got What do the you get? What does he I... get? Yes, go on. Mad magazines. I like to read cracked.com. I like getting the daily news. I like getting the daily news. <laughs> do you watch the Oh, Oprah? Christ. Hey, quote some In my ob- day. obscenely quote some obscenely obscure Pink Floyd. Then he'll be he'll be uh, right in there with you. Some Sid Barrett lyric from 1970. He's he's in. He's in. Was Sid Barrett still with him in 1970? I may have blown that. We shan't speak. What? <laughs> that was a legitimate question. <laughs> that no, you no, should was, have the was... answer to. He was he was off doing uh, his solo projects. The uh, Eek. Vegetable Man. The Madcap Laughs and such. Is that Vegetable Man? Is that on Madcap Laughs? Or is Vegetable, vegetable Man? Vegetable Man's on one of them. It's either on Barrett or Madcap Laughs, yeah. Vegetable Man. That's the cow if you ever want to hear the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> Go find Sid Barrett's Vegetable Man. The best the PSA for... Anti-drugs. Right. <laughs> if you ever needed to keep your kids off drugs, play Vegetable Man for them and say, this is right. what happens. That might come in handy. This is what this does to your brain. I'm a vegetable man. <laughs> it's the kind of song, Cal, that I've only heard once in my life, and I can remember it forever. Forever. Yeah. It's, in, it's indelible. It's indelible. Adele. It was done by Adele. <laughs> it was remade by Adele. She covered it. Wow. So what did we learn today? The Jets, <laughs> the Jets are uh, still a team in the making. The Jeter thing is overdone, but not really. But it is, but it isn't. Right. And Raul is ridiculously good looking. <laughs> we just can't take it. We we learned that PJ relearned. <laughs> he remembered. <laughs> PJ got a refresher on how good looking Raul is. Right. Uh, it's just a bunch of eighth grade guys in, in the schoolyard every morning going, "How's he doing that? How's he doing that? Why don't we bring him into the studio next time?" I don't know Absolutely. I don't know if PJ can handle that. Just put him on the Fine. other side of the glass. Be like Ed Sullivan. <laughs> Be crying. A uh, new article just posted to uh, CNN.com worth reading. The Facts of Life girls have all reunited for a 35th anniversary. Check it out. And, spoiler alert, Charlotte Ray, not dead. <laughs> worth Whoa. reading. Can we do what did we learn tonight again? 
<laughs> we just learned something else. I did not know that. Cal, final number. Well, everybody's been talking about it. Last night was uh, was Kevin Burkhart's last game covering the Mets for SNY uh, after eight years with the team. Uh, last game from home. City Field, they gave him a nice send-off. And uh, I just want to say thank you to Kevin Burkhart. True professional, really great job. Guy that we were lucky to have for eight years because very early on, he was earmarked for stardom. And uh, he stuck around a lot longer than I thought he would. And, and he's done a great job. So best of luck to Kevin Burkhart, his new role with Fox Sports. And my final unload is, uh, hey, Mets, don't think we forgot about you. Don't think we forgot about Howard Megdahl and Sports Nation and asking Bud Selig a very difficult question, which Selig dodged and ducked. We didn't forget you, Mets. We got a whole off season, baby. A whole off season. Which, Jay Horowitz's his eyes just bulged out of his head and he spit his <laughs> wine out. Which, for the sixth year in a row, includes no postseason. All right, that's it for the uh, Ready to Unload program for Brian Calvi and PJ Cachopo. Ready to unload, fun load. Good night, you guys. I learned a lot. That Raul is good looking. <laughs> he knows it.